Well, hello and hello and welcome to the Sacred Pathway to Liberated Black Womanhood. It is I, Allison Rozell, and I am here with a very, very special guest with me today. I am super duper excited about this conversation because she is one of my dearest friends and we talk, talk, talk about this very subject all of the time. So, um, we're going to be talking today about it's your sacred path. And we're going to define that a little bit more. But first and foremost, let me introduce my guest. Her name is Danielle Desiree, and she is the founder and head goddess of All Paths, Paths to Wellness. <laughs> so, what an intro. Further ado, here's Danielle. Yay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so pleasure to be on here. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love our juicy conversations that we have. Because yeah. you and I tend to go, we tend to roll for yes. And we go whoever deep. knows how long. We go deep. We do. We go <laughs> real deep. So I am excited to jump in today. Yes. So before we get um started in our conversation, it's kind of gonna kick us off. I just want you to just tell um, the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, in particular, I want to talk about, just tell us about yourself and tell us about how you started All Paths. You know, okay, a little about me. So I uh, have always been involved with quote unquote alternative medicine since I was a child. Uh, you know, my mom took us for chiropractic visits when we were, you know, single digit age. And um, then when I was 12, I got really sick and regular doctors couldn't figure it out in and out of the doctors for months. And my aunt said, oh, I want you to see this guy. And I said, okay. You know, my mom said, okay, we'll do it. Sure enough, he got me fixed within, you know, three or four treatments. I saw a napperpath. And that kind of set the course for the rest of my life mm. because from there I ended up working for the college and then I was like, you know, I'm going to go to massage school first, went to massage school, got um, a divine download one day in anatomy that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that was 17 years ago. And it was just stop here. You don't need to go further. And so I stayed as a massage therapist. I did not become a napperpath. I, I really played with the idea for some time, even looked at um, the school in New Mexico. So, and was thinking about relocating to Silver City, New Mexico so many years ago. Mm -hmm. But then once again, after working um, and being a mom, a single mom, and you know how that rolls, we tend to do a lot put a lot of damage on our body to make things work. Yeah. I knew I was in need of some help and I had never had acupuncture and I became, I were, I went into an acupuncture's office that was across the street from my daughter's school. Once again, had an amazing treatment, got a divine download saying this was the next step. Mm. Six weeks later, I was registered 
for school. And three and a half years after that, I graduated with my master's in Chinese medicine and a bachelor's in nutrition and rocking and rolling since. So I've been doing this for quite some time. And when I was finishing up school one day, I was thinking, what would I call myself? What, what would I, if I had a business, what would it be? Right. And it actually goes really hand in hand with our conversation today because I heard a commercial and somebody said in the commercial, all paths to God. Mm-hmm. And I stopped and I was like, oh, I love that. And then I was sitting with a friend and we looked at each other and we said like at the same time, what about all paths to wellness? Mm. And I just was like, okay, that that's amazing. You know, that it went off, the light bulb went on with a friend in the room and she even said the same thing that I was like, no, this is what it's supposed to be. And Luckily, the website was available. You know, I purchased the domain and that was that. That was the beginning of the journey. Wow. And it is an ever-evolving journey. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And that is why I felt like this conversation is really important because this platform that I have now is for the sole purpose of liberating black women, mind, body, and spirit. And being on this sacred pathway, there are a lot of dips and turns and there's evolution and change. So yes, this is the right time and the right place for this conversation. Indeed, indeed. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, So I guess my thing is, since you and I talk a lot, about this and you talk about how um there's no one formula for wellness what i wanted to to really go into because a pattern that i see within the black community is a lot of times there's the expectation of of us to be kind of monolithic where there's a one size fits all we're all supposed to fit into this box and we're all supposed to be this certain way. So then that makes black women start aspiring to um, unrealistic um, things to where it's not healthy for them. So um, I guess my what I'm trying to get around to asking is, since black women are not monolith- monolithic, there is no one size fits all. So would you say that this is one of the main reasons that you started All Paths because people need to understand that? Absolutely. Clearly, even my own experience as a tween, you know, it is not one size fits all. And we have to find a way to forge our own paths, whatever that may be. I mean, Right now, what what works for me as a Black woman may not work for you as a Black woman. What may not work for someone else as a Black woman. And we all have different needs, different wants. You know, our DNA is made up slightly different (laughs) each time. So we have to, there's different things. Even when I look at me and my sister, my, uh, like, caloric needs, how I 
burn protein, you know, et cetera, isn't the same the way she does. Even though we got the exact same DNA, we got the same mother, same father, you know, and what works for her doesn't necessarily work for me. So yes, I wanted to create a space um, and a, a practice and to help as many people find it because it's very hard to find somebody who says, sure, so tell me what your path is. Instead, right. you know, you go to the doctor or you go to church or fill in the blank and they say, this is the way it goes. This right. is what you have to do. And I do not, I do not fit that cookie cutter prescription, nor, you know, and right. nor should anybody. We are all divinely unique and we all need to be seen as unique. I my practice, my offering to people is to look at you, the individual, and let's get you on your path to wellness, whatever that looks like for you. Because what my needs for wellness, like I said, may be different than somebody else's needs. And if I try to push it into that box, you see what chaos and sadness happens when we're not living the life we should be living. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you said that because... Um, it is chaos because it becomes an internal chaos within ourselves. So then we are just running around kind of like with a, like a chicken with their head cut off because we don't know exactly what to do with ourselves because we've tried this because somebody said it worked for them. And we tried that because somebody said that worked for them. And we tried this and that. And the doctor says you're supposed to be doing this, but when you do it, you don't feel good but you keep doing it because you're like you know it's my doctor they should know but they don't realize that the doctor is giving you a one-size-fits-all scenario most of the time not always so when you think about all paths <coughs> excuse me when you think about all paths let's talk about some of the 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 ways that all paths can help. Um, let's say someone who is dealing with uh, like maybe a dietary issue. Let's say they have a certain allergy and they're trying to figure out how to work their way through that allergy. Um, what are some of the things that you like to do to help people when you when they come through the door and I say I have this specific need what are some of the the things that you do take me through that process okay so when I talk to a client or a patient however you want to name it because it depends what hat I'm wearing some are patients some are clients right um we go through it and we, we do a deep dive though. It's not just what, here's my allergy or here's my, my bubble gut issue or fill in the blank, you know? It's sitting there and I want the full picture. We talk about everything. The great thing is um, Chinese medicine is really awesome. I know that some people are a little leery, but when you see somebody who practices Chinese medicine, true Chinese medicine, um, they take you through Everything that your body does, mm. something I do. I want to know how you sleep, how you sweat, how you eat. You have headaches. Where are the headaches? How are the headaches? 
ringing in the ears, high pitched, low pitched, everything, because it's telling, it's creating a picture. So I know what's going on inside because you, because the thing with our quote unquote illnesses, and I'm using that for lack of a better word, is that we could both show up and say, we have insomnia, right? You and I could both show up and say, all right, I can't sleep. And we can both say, I can't stay asleep. That's the problem. I can fall asleep, but then I'm up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And, and then I can't, I have that issue of going back to sleep. The beauty of it is once we paint that picture, what your root problem is probably completely different from my root problem. And we've got to treat those things. Now we got to treat the sleep, but we've got to fix the bigger picture underneath. And so I take you through a series of, questions and we get up close and personal about a lot of these questions and you should be comfortable to talk about it and if you don't feel comfortable talking about it with that person and that's not your person right. you know like I am a big advocate of shop your practitioner shop your doctor shop your fill in the blank massage therapist acupuncturist esthetician whatever you are shopping like we don't just have to take one answer Right. And I think that's the biggest thing, you know, I know I'm getting off topic. All right. Back to it. Because I can go with it. Like, I just think about like all the times that we as black women are dismissed, that our pain is dismissed. Yes. Our symptoms are dismissed. Oh, you don't know. You're just complaining. Yes. So sorry. This, this gets me because I've had it happen to me Me recently. Mm -hmm. You know, I, went to the doctor well nurse practitioner and it was like no I have this pain and no one ever ran a urinary uh test on me and it turns out all I had was a UTI but Mm. everybody dismissed it I was not given any of those pain relievers it was like yeah try this antibiotic if it doesn't work you'll you know you'll know in a few days sure enough it didn't work and it was just dismissed Mm. and that is not okay well I have a friend who is a a lovely white woman who she has not only um the prescription like on backup but they're like oh let's give you a pain reliever that's specifically for UTIs and even she said they didn't give you pyridium like what (laughs) you've been in pain for a long time and it's funny because I didn't think anything of it when they said, here's your antibiotic, don't think about it. I didn't even know they made a pain reliever specifically to you guys. Me either. Um, yeah. And, but they will give it like candy. Like she's like, oh yeah, I have a standing prescription for like 50. Wow. And it's like, what? So it's a perfect <laughs> example. It's yeah. a perfect example of how we are dismissed, you know? Yes. Even mm-hmm. when you say, no, I have this going on. You know, I straight up go to my doctor. I'm lucky that I'm blessed with a really good memory. Um, and I have dates, times, and I write things down so that it's very clear when I go in. I'm like, here's the thing. I'm not a hypochondriac, but I have this, 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 this. Here's my picture. Mm-hmm. Some doctors love it. Some doctors hate it. I right. will only see the doctors who love it and listen to what I'm saying. If yes. they won't buy right what's the worst you paid a copay mm-hmm. you paid a copay right i know we were going like damn i had to pay 50 dollars to see the doctor 25 dollars. yeah you did but i would rather 
pay that multiple times and find the right doctor who actually listens. Yes. Or whatever practitioner that you're seeing and mm -hmm. says, okay, I hear you. You're clearly in pain or fill in the blank. You clearly have this going on. What do you mean you've had this for five years? Right. Have you told somebody and that they sit and actually listen? I mean, I had it a couple years ago that I went in to see a new doctor who was woman of color and thank God, because she took one look at me and she's like, oh, you have an autoimmune disease within the first 30 seconds. Wow. Wow. And she, she right away pinpointed it. And she said, yep, we can do this. But if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. It's a duck. And I've been doing this for 27 years. So wow. we can go with my expertise and I can tell you what it is to treat it, which is just, you know, steroid cream or mm -hmm. moving on. You know, or we can biopsy you and all that stuff. And I was like, no, 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 I trust you. I, you right. know, because she clearly, here's the thing. I have seen so many doctors over the years and nobody said a thing for years. Not even remotely close. Nobody even acknowledged. I'm, I'm really not surprised because, you know, it's so funny because I'm so glad we got into this space because um, a Facebook friend had posted um, a post about her daughter who is 24 and is now engaged. Now, when she posted this, and she's also a black woman, she says, this is my child that I was told I could never have. She was told she could never have children, but yet now she has a daughter who's turning 24. And I immediately was like, wow, because I was told the same thing that I probably would not be able to have a child and lo and behold my son is 24 her her daughter's 25 my son's 24 so the doctor that told me this she was white and i have found a pattern of where white doctors do tell a lot of black women things like that without even doing the proper testing and examination to even be able to say, oh, you're infertile or whatever. How do you really know this? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and this is not a bash against doctors or even white doctors or anything like that. But we can't not deny the fact that Black women are more likely to die in childbirth than anybody else. We're, um, as Black people, we walk into an emergency room and we're just flat out ignored. Our pain, our suffering is ignored. And, you know, then all of a sudden, you know, we start reading all these statistics, whether it's COVID-19, diabetes, high blood pressure, hypertension, or any of these things, we're always at the top of the totem pole. And yet no one can figure this out as to why we are. Now, there's speculation of these things that I, you know, might go into in another episode, how be ever. Um, it is one of those things that does kind of stick in my craw a little bit because I can't, it's, it's kind of like those things where Black people now, we just have such, such a distrust for the medical uh, field because we've been guinea pigs, we're, we're ignored, and all these things. So I'm so glad that we are talking about this because 
Black people, we do need to start learning these alternative ways to treat, not to say don't go to the doctor, but holistically speaking, there are a lot of things that we can do for ourselves so we don't have to go to the doctor so much. So we don't have to deal with some of the ailments that we deal with. You know what I mean? So yes, I'm glad. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yes, there is a lot that we can be doing. Don't, I'm not going to get on my soapbox as to reason why, because like you said, that's another episode, which it we can is. do if you'd like. But that, that's, that's something different. Yes. But yes, there are so many things that we can be doing taking care of ourselves that doesn't require you to. Now, I am an advocate for you. You need to go to the doctor, get yes. your annual checkups, Yes. get those baseline numbers. Like I want people to hear that. I am not saying don't go to the doctor. No, we're not saying that at there all. There are certain things, especially now. Now I understand everybody has different health insurance policies. But usually annual checkups are covered as long as you say it is an annual checkup is fully covered by insurance policies. Um, Doesn't matter if it's a PPO, an HMO, Medicaid, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. when it is listed as an annual, you are entitled because they want you to come in. They want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and that we can get in front of those preventative numbers. Because a lot of times, for instance, like diabetes, that is one of our biggest killers as black people, right? I mean, it's, it's up there because it gets left untreated and there are pre-diabetic numbers. At that point, you can do something about it. You can still do something about it while you're diabetic, Mm -hmm. but the more knowledge you are armed with, the more you can find different things so that if you're afraid of medication, well then get those blood work, get that blood work done. Let's find out what those numbers are. Let's keep those numbers down. Let's tweak it so that you don't have to go there, you know? And sometimes we can't avoid it. It's, you can't avoid it if your pancreas is not making insulin. Like, well, I'm sorry, you, you won't die otherwise. So then we got to treat it. Right. But these are the things that, that we, we need to talk about. And um, it's comes down to, you've got to advocate for yourself no matter what. And you got to find people that will listen to you. Absolutely. And sometimes it takes a while and sometimes it is scary to actually say, no, 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 but, but me, please. Right. I, I, I got something to say. I've been in pain. How many times do we not um, let our significant others, our partners, our children know that we're hurting, we're sick, et cetera? Like even when our stomachs are growling, we will feed our babies. We will feed our partners. Mm-hmm. That is something we do. I don't know if we can ever break. I'd like to say we could break that cycle, but I don't think we can ever break that. If, if we could get it where we're even, that we feed them at the same time as the and we eat. Right. And, you know, like, let's just get us to where we're even and saying, okay, I'm going to take care of me too. Yes, absolutely. And so it's hard to say please. it at first, but do it. Do it. Yes. Say please. it. Please, please. Please. <laughs> Help me help you. Yes, yes. So, um, and that is a good segue into the guilt that we feel for taking care of ourselves, for for doing those little things of self-care. So let's talk about 
um, the importance of maintaining your self-care and finding a, a good routine um, when it comes to self-care. Can you talk about some of the things that you find are helpful when they begin um, their personal path to wellness for as far as self-care? Number one, baby steps. Baby steps. I understand when you've got somebody who, you know, I was one of those people, go, 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 go. Even now I have moments of go, 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 go. And my baby's grown, you know, like, and it's just me, but it's the, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me take care of this and that. So baby self, one for self-care, baby steps two, love yourself like you love your child. And if you don't have a child, love yourself like you love your pet. You don't have a pet, love yourself like you love your parents. And we can go down the list, yes. pick one, pick one, and just say, you know, be kind to yourself. First things that I ask people to do is let's just start self-care, biggest self-care. Drink some water. I know that sounds very simple, but it's, right? It's as I look at my glass and it's empty. <laughs> but, but, cause I finished it just before we got on. Right. Um, you know, I don't, people underestimate the power of water, yes. period. Yes. Um, and it plays out in different ways. It's different points of self-care. You know what I'm saying? Like bathing is self-care. Granted, it's hygiene. Right. And you should be practicing it, but create routines for yourself. Drink your, you know, I had to create a routine of drinking water first thing when I got up. Yes. Um, and that I don't allow myself coffee until I've finished 16 ounces of water. Wow. Because I've learned, it's a good one, right? It's, yeah. well, I noticed that if I start my morning with anything other than water, if I don't give myself that 16 ounces, I will crave whatever I had in its place. Mm. So if I started with coffee, then I want coffee. Yeah. And then it's like, but if I start with a Coke or a Dr. Pepper, oh, Dr. Pepper, <laughs> so tasty. Within, within proper limits. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're, right. Whatever it is, I just want more of it. If mm -hmm. I go and get, you know, a Frappuccino or go to Dunkin' Donuts and get, you know, or what is it? Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Just wherever you go. I've noticed that. So if you give yourself that 16 ounces in the water of water in the morning, you're setting your body up for better, for a better yeah. day. Yeah. You know? And so that's like the first thing. And even, like I said, with bathing, washing your face at night, getting into routines that you can give yourself that really washing your face takes all of two minutes, three minutes. If you're, yeah. if you're taking your time, you know? Um, but if you give yourself these little bits of self-care, you can build on those. And that's the important thing. There is nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to drink a glass of water. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with saying, I'm going to take a shower. I, and I understand there are times in our lives when we don't have something readily available. You know, like if you got a lot to do and you can't get a shower till later, or you can only get a two minute shower, fill in the blank. Right. That's all good. Yeah. But so first, practice self-care practice water 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 it's cheap it's easy and we're made up of water it is yes. one of the best things that you can have 
And even if you, you know, water with lemon, water with lime, water with fruit, I would drink the water. Yeah, water. Water rules. <laughs> it, it really does. And the sooner people could get with that, the better your body will actually, your memory gets better, your skin gets better, you sleep better, you just, all of it, it just enhances everything. So that's the first one. And then we build on that. Yeah. I mean, in my perfect world, people are getting massages every other week, if not weekly, not clearly during COVID, but in a perfect world, somebody would be getting massages. They'd be getting, you know, you got to think about your self-care is more than just getting your hair and nails done. Yes. And I know that people put that up there as a big priority. And I'm not saying don't do that, but you got to start thinking about your self-care is soul care. And that is non-negotiable. So yeah. what are those things? Yeah, no, your hair is non-negotiable. Uh, my hair is non-negotiable, <laughs> you know? Right. Why can't we think about those other things like yes. body work, acupuncture, you know, good food. There's, Absolutely. you know, or, and not just good food that tastes good on the lips, but food that actually feeds you yes. and gives you, you know, some nutritional balance and really as much as as um ice cream tastes good it's and we need it that's self-care i'll take it <laughs> i'll take some ice cream but give yourself the fuel too. eat a salad yeah. i mean i everybody's different and that's the thing i can i have a patient who cannot eat salads she can't mm. have raw raw veggies mm. everything has to be cooked so we have to rework her her nutritional plan to right. make it work so that she could get what she needed and that's the that's the thing there's lots of ways to do self-care yeah. lots of ways yes for yeah. me i i like to tell um people when you're gonna do things for yourself make it sacred make it fun make it personal for you so like you were talking about just even with taking a shower. Okay, so if all you have is the two minutes for that shower, then find you like like some kind of music on your phone, get your phone and find you a song and play that song, whether it's your fight song, your romantic song, your less chill song, whatever, and play it while you take the shower and get your get your mind and your vibration up while you're taking that shower or when you are you know cooking dinner turn some music on while you're cooking dinner give yourself a candlelight dinner if you live by yourself give yourself a candlelight dinner you know you know you and your your fur babies <laughs> cook with Whatever. love like you're cooking for your friends yeah. you know you you deserve that meal just as much as they do Absolutely. enjoy it yeah buy yourself one nice dish have your food in a nice dish like you said candlelight dinner whatever it does i say invest in one beautiful dish that you like you know even if it's that investment is three dollars mm -hmm. you know or five dollars or twenty dollars whatever whatever mm -hmm. budget you have find something that makes you smile right absolutely and incorporate it because you should 
like with eating, you eat with your eyes. You do. You sit there and you got a plate of mush in a carton. And I'm not knocking fast food because Lord knows I eat it when necessary. But there is something about sitting and having a beautiful meal in front of you, even if you're by yourself, that you go, yeah. Yeah. And if you cooked it yourself, I put my foot in that. I put some love in it. It's all good. (laughs) And it's for me. Nobody else. Yes. 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 And yes, absolutely. I love it. Well, we could sit and talk about this stuff all day. Oh, I know. I we really, know. really could. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about your um, practice. So with COVID and everything, I know that kind of slows things down as far as you being able to have like direct contact with um, your clients and your patients. But for those who maybe who want to contact you and say, you know what, Danielle, Um, I might not live in your area, but I need someone to help me start my own wellness path. So how would they get in touch with you to do that? So I do have a Facebook page and website, allpathstowellness.com. And if you look up All Paths to Wellness on Facebook, you can find me. Even the picture right now, you'll see me fascia blasting somebody, (laughs) which is one way of um, one way to wellness. And I think another picture is of me cupping somebody, another favorite. I think that's my most favorite way uh, to get to wellness. And you can contact me there and we can talk. I am uh, doing like telehealth appointments that we can sit down, we can go through it, we can come up with a plan because the goal is to help you. I am your cheerleader. When I was a little girl, my mama asked me, what did I want to be when I grew up? And she pointed this out years later. (laughs) And I said, I wanted to be a cheerleader. And she's like, well, what else? And we're talking, I'm probably four years old at the time. And I said, I want to be a doctor. And when I finished my master's degree, she said, you know, you actually did it exactly what you said you wanted to be. You're a mix of a cheerleader and a doctor. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, that's crazy. And it's true though. So it's a partnership deal, right? Mm -hmm. You're looking for a quick fix. I'm not your girl. I'm not. You want somebody to help you sort out your life and get it together and get on that wellness path, what it looks like for you, because Lord knows, been there, done that. I've picked myself up out of a lot of situations with my health and I've flipped it. So, and I've helped others and it's been completely different each time. So we work together and we come up with what fits right with you. Absolutely. Well, I am so excited about the All Paths to Wellness um, because I know just from our personal conversations that you know your shit and you are the shit. And I'm not afraid to say that because I support my sisters, my Black women that I know got it going on and know they stuff. So... So, Danielle, I am so, 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 so happy and honored that you came by and talked to us today on the Sacred Pathway. And yes, I will, you know, before I close this out, I have to say, I've been getting kind of a few brainchilds here and there. There are a few panels that I do want to put together. And 
you know, wellness is something that's, that's really up there because we, we as a community, as a people, got to get serious about mental health, about our physical health, and just overall well-being. So I'm telling you and putting you on notice now, putting you on the spot, I'm probably going to, you know, put that together soon. So don't act brand new when I call you. <laughs> no, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. I know Let's you are. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> now, that'd be really juicy. I think that's really good because we all, we need to, um, there's strength in numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, you know, and here we are again, but I have to say this because I was listening to a podcast today um, and we were, they were talking about uh, black people as far as like, we've got to get to a point where we come together enough to start fixing the things that are going on within our community. Um, because if we're trying to wait on whoever we're electing, whoever we are, you know, saying that this is the best person or that, it's just not going to happen. We've got to take the bull by the horns in our community. And that's really the, the really heart of why I wanted to do this platform of the sacred pathway to liberated black womanhood, because if we can get black women liberated, mind, body, and spirit, the rest of the community has to go with us because we are the earth mothers. We are, we are the heads. <laughs> Truly we are. So we, um, I believe this wholeheartedly that if we can get black women to come together and to liberate their minds, their bodies, their spirits, um, and help them get on their own sacred pathway and know that you're not on it by yourself, that there is support in every way possible. There is support. So that's why this is just so important right now. And the work that you're doing is so important right now, because this is something as a collective that is so very needed and so right on time for this this very moment. So deep bow to you, sis, for that. Right back at you. All right. I'm so grateful for this time today. Yes, me too, me too. Well, I thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who is tuning in to the Sacred Pathway to Liberated Black Womanhood podcast that is now on YouTube. And is still on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHearts. I am coming for you. I'm about to put that application in uh, as soon as possible. So, <laughs> so, so thank you again. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Danielle's contact information is going to be in the show notes for if you're looking at this on YouTube down below um, in the comments. And speaking of which, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, put a comment in, in the comments and tell us what you think about it and share this with your friends. Don't just take this medicine and keep it for yourself. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good day. Bye for now.